When passion, perseverance, and performance join forces, success is born. When your lifestyle is cultivated around physical and mental well-being, winning is inevitable. If you're somebody who likes to set goals and crush them too, you've come to the right place. This is putting yourself first. This is motivation. This is the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. This is Julie, your host, here to bring you weekly wellness tips to help you live happier, healthier, and make real progress towards your goals. So excited to be coming at you on a Sunday evening with a thought that I've been having as I reflect on some of my workouts. So today's episode is a quick one focused on three practical strategies that you can implement today to level up your workouts. Three tips, three tricks that apply to the in the moment training session tiny little tidbits that can help you ultimately progress faster and see the progress that you want. Um, These are three things that I'm working on myself right now and that I've noticed that when I'm on point with them, they make a really, really big difference. But before we get into today's episode, two quick reminders for you all. If you are not currently subscribed to the podcast, I would love if you head over to the main page on Spotify or Apple or wherever you are listening hit that follow or subscribe button so that you get notified when I put out a new episode. And while you're there, go ahead and leave a rating or review for the show. This will help me reach more people and spread all of the information that we have here on the podcast. Second thing here is that if if you have not yet checked out my new website, I would love for you to hop over to www.thegoalsetmindset.com. You can also find the link in the show notes of this episode. You can learn a bit more about me, some of the services that we provide over at Goal Set Mindset. Check out the blog and head over to the podcast page to submit a question or topic that you would like to hear on future episodes. So thank you so much for supporting the show and thank you for checking both of those things out. Now, getting into today's episode, the first point here, the first thing that you can do to level up your workout, make it a more effective training session, and progress towards your goals faster is to stay focused in your workout. You might be hearing this and thinking, you're thinking like, obviously, staying focused is going to help, but guys, it is so hard to truly focus on the task at hand during a workout. There are so many things that can distract us. Other people working out, the music that you're listening to, the podcast, the person that you're working out next to, just the visual overstimulating environment of a busy gym. If you're in a crowded gym, it can be really easy for your mind to drift elsewhere and away from what it is that you're doing. So staying focused and being intentional to prevent you from mindlessly just going through the motions. Now listen, some of us have those days in the gym where we are going to the gym to simply escape from something else going on in life. We want to just take our mind off things. We want to just move our body and get a little bit of a sweat in and that's it. And for those workouts, maybe you don't need to be as intentional and as focused and as goal-oriented. But... If you're listening to this podcast and health and fitness is important to you, 
being intentional and having a why behind everything that you're doing in the gym is going to give you that extra push in the direction that you want to be traveling in. A few examples of this is that you should be checking in on where your mind is in the moments that you are performing a movement. So speaking primarily about strength training here, and honestly for most of this podcast, strength training is very technique dependent, right? There is an optimal way to move your body in a given movement to reap the most benefits. Of course, there's variation. Of course, you can still lift with moderate to poor technique and make gains, uh, but most of us want to move well. And so in order to move well, we have to be thinking about that number one cue that's going to help you. And for some of us, this is a cue that maybe a coach has given you. This is something that you've heard in a workout class, or this is something that you just know you struggle with a little bit. For example, for me, when I'm doing any kind of lower body movement, whether it's a squat or a deadlift or a clean, when I'm getting set up, I love to wiggle my toes. Like I kind of like bounce my feet and I move my toes around and then I get into the movement. And when I do that, I often lose some stability. I lose my ability to really um, push through the ground because I'm just like moving all over the place and I'm a jittery human. That's probably why. But sometimes for me, what I have to be thinking about in my head is push your feet into the floor, like set your feet, spread your toes, ground your feet and go for a technique focused movement like a clean. My coach gives me specific cues to focus on, like get your shoulders over the bar a little more or knuckles down or engage the lats. And if I'm not thinking about those things, they're likely not going to happen. So if you're somebody who feels like, man, I don't know if I really like feel the right muscles working, or I have trouble feeling my glutes working when I'm doing an exercise, or for some reason I just can't get deep enough into my squat, if you are mindfully exercising and really dialing in, your body is going to tell you what it needs and what it's feeling. The ability to self-regulate and kind of self-correct and auto-regulate your movement is a skill that is extremely crucial to progressing in fitness. So next time you're in the gym, try to be a little more focused. Maybe this means putting your headphones in to be less distracted by the people around you. Maybe this means to, before you start a certain exercise, ask yourself, what am I trying to get out of this? But stay focused, be mindful. Listen, listen to your pump-up jams, Listen to your favorite song, whatever you got to do, but be focused on the task at hand and it's going to make a massive difference for you and your mind-muscle connection and your ability to succeed. Number two here is to time your rest breaks. Rest breaks are a very underrated training um, variable, something that oftentimes we don't put a lot of emphasis on, but can make a really big difference impact on what you're going to get from your workout. Many of us, when we are in the gym, whether we are strength training or training for CrossFit or just training to lose some weight or whatever, there's some kind of goal in mind that we're chasing. And rest breaks are a lever that we can pull to kind of bias us towards one goal or another. Timing your rest breaks is also going to help you be more efficient during your workout. So there's many of us that like go to the gym, maybe you get there at four o'clock and suddenly it's like 5.45 and you're like, dang, I've been here for almost two hours 
and I'm still not done with my workout? Like, what am I doing? What is up with that? Maybe you're dragging your feet, you're getting distracted, you're scrolling through Instagram, you're talking to your boys, who knows, but something is getting in your way from you moving efficiently. Efficiency is going to help not only in our workout, um, but also just in the rest of our life and making us feel like we can make time for the gym because we know how long it's going to take. But more importantly, let's talk about how rest breaks can be specific to the stimulus that you want. If you are looking to improve your muscular endurance or cardiovascular fitness or in the CrossFit space, you know, be able to kind of work under fatigue and work through the burn, that feeling, that adaptation of being able to go long at a specific movement or be able to last for long periods, training endurance, we want to keep rest breaks to a minimum. And in the CrossFit space, this is where things like EMOMs are really beneficial because you can structure things where you're maybe working for 30 or 40 seconds and you have a quick 20 to 30 second break to kind of get ready for the next movement and then you're going again. Maybe if you are in just kind of a general gym setting, you're hitting, you know, chest and back or buys and tries, maybe you utilize supersets or compound sets so that your rest break from one exercise is actually your working set of another exercise and it kind of minimizes the transition time between movements. Those can be two really effective ways to minimize rest breaks in order to get as much volume packed into the workout in as little time as possible to train that muscular endurance. If you're in the CrossFit space, like one thing that's so important is for you to be able to literally feel like your quads are about to snap off and they are on fire, but you can still do the wall balls or you can still pump on the echo bike or you can still do the box jumps. And in order to be able to do that, you've got to train it. So understanding that rest breaks should be short if you want to train that goal. Now on the other side of the spectrum, If you are going for strength in a given workout, if you are lifting heavy weight, let's say 80 to 85 to 90% or higher of your one repetition maximum, you actually want to have your rest breaks be a little bit longer here. This is a mistake I see people make in the gym, not because, you know, we're dumb, but just because we, we don't learn these things. And if you are somebody who is lifting extremely heavy weight, One of the ways at which you do that is by maximizing motor unit recruitment. Like you have as many muscle fibers on board as possible to help you lift that weight in a squat or pull that weight in a deadlift or push that weight in a bench press. If you want to truly lift 100% of your one rep max, you best believe you want every single centimeter of your muscle to be working. Now, having a longer rest break allows a little bit of recovery time between sets so that those muscle groups can work most effectively. And from an energy system perspective, there's all different kinds of energy systems that work in our body during fitness, specifically for high strength or high speed um, work that is done in a quick interval. We're using the creatine phosphate system, and that system is depleted very quickly, but it can replenish within a couple of minutes to then help you perform well in the next set. So listen, if you're lifting heavy in the gym, if you're like, all right, I'm going to max out my hip thrust today, and you're rushing through sets of three or four or five reps, 
and you're only giving yourself like a minute between, you're probably leaving some strength on the table. You're probably leaving some gains on the table because your muscles aren't getting enough recovery time to be able to give the true maximal effort. And rest breaks will vary from person to person here. Anywhere from two to five minutes is how much time you can take between a heavy strength set. I typically go around that like two minute mark, three minute tops, but don't feel bad about like if you're lifting heavy, taking this long break, you might be like, oh, I'm wasting time or, oh, well, my heart rate goes all the way down or I'm taking up space or I look lazy. Whatever it is, it's your concern. Know that you are going to be stronger with that longer rest break. If too much time goes by, you're going to miss out on gains. But if not enough time goes by, you might miss out on gains too. So timing your rest breaks can be as simple as opening up the clock app on your phone, putting on the stopwatch. As soon as you finish that set of six or eight or 15 or 20, whatever you're doing, start that timer. I can guarantee you if you are doing a endurance focused workout, if you're doing a Metcon and CrossFit, or you're doing more of a high intensity, high heart rate workout where you're trying to burn some calories, that one minute rest break between sets is going to go really fast, faster than you probably think. So timing it to hold yourself accountable is key. And on the contrary, guys, those two minute rest breaks between my sets of heavy squats, they go so slow. You know, you finish a set of like five or six repetitions. Sure, you feel tired for a couple seconds, your muscles are burning, but that feeling goes away relatively quickly because there's not a ton of like metabolic byproducts built up. And then you're kind of just like hanging out, standing around, looking around, listening to your song, scrolling on Instagram, whatever it might be. Timing to make sure that you give yourself enough rest is crucial for those strength adaptations. And like we mentioned before, focusing. So maybe during that two minute break, you kind of zone out a little bit, but make sure you give yourself time to zone back into what it is that you're doing to truly maximize the efficiency and the effectiveness of your workout. So guys, time those rest breaks. It's going to be a game changer for you. Now, tip number three, our final tip here is to take technique videos. This is a little bit of a hot take because I know that we all roll our eyes a little bit thinking of that one girl in the gym walking around with her tripod with her little booty shorts on and her cute little matching sports bra and she's putting up the tripod and she's posting everything on her Instagram and we're like, ugh, Why do people record themselves in the gym? I get it. The gym bros, you know, the ones who take their shirts off and flex in the mirror and they've got their phone propped up. Like, I get it. I see them too. But there is a time and a place for recording yourself in the gym. This is something that I've honestly changed my mind on over the last year. I used to be like super embarrassed to do this. I wanted to post stuff on my Instagram, but I was like, oh, if somebody's near me, I don't want to prop my phone up and they're going to think I'm weird. And since I started working with a virtual coach, shout out to my girl, Amy, I have to take videos to submit to her. And not only has that been important for my coaching, but it has been so valuable to me. And let me tell you why. It's so valuable and so important to be able to see yourself perform, to see yourself move. And not only that, but to see yourself move and perform from different angles and different points of view. If you are somebody who is working on your technique in the gym, and if you're listening to this, you probably are, or you probably should be, unless you are an elite level athlete and have been training for years 
upon years and have tens of thousands of repetitions of a movement, you've probably got something that can be improved upon in order for you to get more benefit, in order for you to get stronger, in order for you to maximize your results. It's really hard to know what you need to improve upon if you have no data about it. You know, tracking your weights, tracking your progress, all of that stuff is so awesome. Like writing things down, that's another thing that I would recommend doing. But taking videos, propping up your phone, recording your set of squats, going back to your phone, stopping the video, and immediately watching it. Looking at yourself, looking at, okay, how was my descent on the way down? Was I able to keep my torso in, you know, a straight line or did I kind of dump my pelvis in the bottom? Did I shift it all to one side? If you kind of know what your faults are, you can look for those like, oh, did my heels pop up? Like whatever it might be that you might want to improve upon, you can watch that video and you can check yourself and you can say, wow, I was driving out of the hole way faster than usual. That's awesome. Or if you're like me, you might see, oh, I kind of lost the stiffness in my upper back on the way up from the squat. I'm going to really focus on that in the next set. And this is where the taking technique videos and focusing is they can really, really support each other, guys, because in your workout, like we talked about, it's so easy to think about other shit. Think about your, your day, your stress, your friends, your relationship, your God, whatever. Like there's so many things that are in our brain taking videos, watching them between sets, looking at yourself. What can I improve upon? What did I do well on that set? Where did I feel that? Bring the mindfulness component into it also. When you're walking back to your phone, ask yourself, where do I feel tired? If you were squatting and the answer is your back and not really your legs, maybe you've got to drive vertically a little bit more rather than hinging up with the barbell. For me right now, a movement that I'm working on is Olympic lifts power cleans and squat cleans and snatches and boy are those fun but they are so technique focused there's multiple components to the movement and so my coach is giving me different um, variations to do and different breakout you know skills to work on and watching my videos between sets is so helpful because I can see where I'm faulting and then I can take that into the next set and improve it For my power cleans, for example, I love to make my hips rise first. It's so hard for me to have hips and knees rising together. If you know, you know. And so when I watch the video of myself and I see myself doing that, I go into that next set after my rest break is done. And the only thing I'm thinking about is, Julie, push through the ground. Keep your hips low. And then on that second set, I get to watch my video again and I get to see myself improve and I get to give myself a pat on the back and put some more weight on that barbell and try it all over again. And that, guys, is where the progress is found. So take videos to give yourself that feedback. Now, if you've got a coach or a workout buddy who helps to correct you on stuff, maybe you don't need this as much, but most of us are working out on our own. We don't have somebody watching our every move. This is so, so valuable. And it's going to teach you a lot about working out and about yourself and about what you can improve upon. Um, It's so cool. And guys, another point here is it's really, 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 really fun to document your progress over time. Like you might feel a little cringy taking the videos now and being that person that's propping up your phone against your water bottle in the gym and trying to be low key about it so nobody sees. But 
six months from now, when you're scrolling through your camera roll to find a picture of you and your dog, and you come across that video and you watch it, and you see yourself back squatting 100 pounds, and then you think about yourself now back squatting 165, or you look at that video and you're like, man, like, I look, I look so much better now, you know, I'm so much leaner now, or my, my muscles have gotten bigger now, or something like that, like, it is so cool. We don't notice the changes in the day to day, because they're small. But when you look back over time, over weeks or months or years or training cycles, or between competitions, you're going to see those gains, and it's going to fire you up to keep going, especially if you feel like you're in a little bit of a rut. So to wrap things up here, three things that I want you to do during your next workout. Number one is stay focused. Don't be mindless. Be mindful. Tune into what your body is telling you. Talk to your friends between sets. Be social. Be cool. But in the moment that you are performing the exercise, be locked in. I'm not good at this. I'm not going to lie. But let's work on it together. Stay focused. Number two, time those rest breaks. Grab your phone open up the app for your timer and start the stopwatch between sets. See what feels good for you. You might be like a 60 second rest person. You might thrive in that two to three minutes. Remember, if you want to push yourself into endurance, keep them short. If you're going for maximal strength, keep them long, but track them because the concept of time in your own mind is going to be off in the middle of a training session. So time those rest breaks. And tip number three is take those technique videos, be that girl, pull out that phone, prop it up, grab your plyo box, grab your water bottle, full send it, record a video of yourself and watch it during the session. Watch it during the session. Give yourself feedback. Oh, I got to get my elbows higher. Oh, I got to pull with my lats before I pull with my biceps or my traps. Um, Oh, I got to get lower on my split squat. Man, I thought I was getting so low and turns out I wasn't. Guys, so much value in the videos. So don't be afraid to do that. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. I hope you enjoyed these quick tips about how you can level up your workout starting right now. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to reach out to me on Instagram. You can find me at goalsetmindset underscore JB or hop on over to our website to leave a request for a future episode. You can find the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, we will be back next week with another episode.